who's going to win the Heisman Trophy this year in college football? Will it be Bo Nix, Jaden Daniels, or someone else? Also, why hasn't Mahomes gotten another weapon yet? That and more on the Charlie Jacobs Podcast. Today is Tuesday, November 21st, as I am recording this. Week 11 of the NFL season in the books. So, first off, I want to start it off with going back to actually my week three Jacobs jugular. I talked about Tank Dell, and I said he's the best rookie receiver in this class. There have been a lot of great rookies. You have Tank Dell, Puka Nakua, Jordan Addison, Zay Flowers, Rasheed Rice. There's been a lot of great rookie wide receiver play. But aside from that, Tank Dell is legit. This week, he had eight catches for 149 yards and an amazing touchdown catch on an amazing throw from C.J. Stroud. Dell really looks like he will be a special player going forward, especially if he stays with C.J. Stroud, who already looks like one of the premier quarterbacks in the league, despite his lackluster performance this past week. Moving on, another big thing that happened today. It didn't happen yesterday. It happened today. Matt Canada out as the Steelers' offensive coordinator. In the whole history of the Steelers franchise, this is the first time they've ever fired any coordinator midseason. And that's kind of a crazy stat, especially because of how bad the Steelers offense has been with Matt Canada. Also now, with Burrow going down for the season, which I'm going to get into in a second, the Steelers, they need to really pick it up and try to actually solidify a playoff spot because there's some teams like the Broncos, the Colts, uh, who are trying to fight for a playoff spot and the Bills, too. I forgot to say them. But the Steelers, if they want to get in the playoffs, now that the Bengals are pretty much done, they really need to cement themselves, and they need to play better on offense because their defense is good. It's the offense that's struggling. But as I mentioned, Joe Burrow. So on the Thursday night game, Ravens-Bengals, there were two season-ending injuries. One of them might not be season-ending, but it feels like it probably is. There's still a window that he this player comes back. But... That injury is Mark Andrews. He might come back towards the very end of the season. There's still a small chance. But I've heard on Twitter, I've seen this, that they're going to try to ban that tackle that Logan Wilson does. Just kind of like how back in the day when the horse collar tackle was banned because it put players' health at risk. They're going to do the same thing with this tackle, and it looks like it will be aggressively pushed for the next season. But then the other injury, which is huge, is Joe Burrow. Their hopes are basically done. I don't think Jake Browning is very good, and I think the team is done for this season. They're likely also in free agency in the offseason. There's a good chance that they're going to lose both T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. They also might lose Joe Mixon, so they really need to start looking towards next year's draft. Maybe they try to trade up and get someone like a Brock Bowers or try to get one of the stud receivers in this draft class because it is a really good draft class. And then something else that was breaking news today that happened in the middle of the day, really shocking, Shaquille Leonard released. This season, he has seen a little bit less playing time than he has in the past years of his career. Just overall this season, his playing time has been a bit spotty, but he's a former Defensive Rookie of the Year, and he's also a former four-time All-Pro. Three of those, he was first-team All-Pro. And... I would have expected him to be released, if at all, he would have been released at the end of the season. He has been on Twitter, he's been frustrated with this playing time decrease, but the release still kind of comes out of nowhere. I thought, I did think it would be at the end of the season, not right now, it's kind of shocking, but also because of his contract situation, it feels like he's going to clear waivers, become a free agent, and then a 
top contender might sign him. When you look at teams that might need a linebacker, you look at the Eagles, for example. If they get someone like Shaq Leonard, that defense is going to be even better than it already is. And their defense is really, really, really good. And quickly on that game last night, Eagles-Chiefs, that play where Jalen Carter tried to intercept the spike was really cool. And I hope someone does it soon because that would be awesome and it would be such a cool play because that doesn't really seem like it was possible, but I guess it might be. Now, that's it for the NFL talk for now. I'm going to move on to some college football. So, first off, I want to talk about Washington. Yes, they're ranked five right now in the college football playoff rankings. Those rankings for this week are coming out later tonight, but I still think Washington isn't getting the credit they deserve. With Jordan Travis going down, uh, Florida State likely not going to make the playoffs. Uh, They still might because the other top teams do still have some tough games, but I don't know how they're going to be with the quarterback that isn't named Jordan Travis because Travis has been great for them this year. But back to Washington, I don't think they're getting enough credit. If they can beat Oregon, who it's probably going to be Oregon, if they can beat them in the Pac-12 championship, they should be the favorites out of everyone. I think over Georgia even. Because Georgia, if they beat Alabama, that's a whole other story. And I actually think there's a chance that Alabama could beat Georgia. But Washington should at least be number two, especially if they beat Oregon in the Pac-12 championship. So far this season, they have beaten six teams who have all been ranked at one point or who are currently ranked. And this is Toledo, Arizona, who's played very well recently, USC, Utah. They just beat Oregon State and they have already beaten Oregon. This game that they just had against Oregon State was a tough game on the road in Oregon State and they were the underdogs. Oregon State was favored in this game. Penix led an amazing final drive that sold them the win and it was a great game by him. It wasn't the best on the stat sheet, but game manager wise and how Washington played that game against a tough opponent, they looked great. Now I want to talk about the Heisman race because there are two names that are really standing out early in the season. People are saying Caleb Williams, Michael Penix, but now it's between two names and that's Bo Nix of Oregon and Jane Daniels of LSU. So this past week, Bo Nix just had a casual, nothing much to it, just six passing touchdowns in the first half. Kind of easy. Uh, I'm joking, by the way. That's incredible. Doesn't even matter who they're playing. And then later in the day, Jaden Daniels follows that up by having six passing touchdowns, just like Bo Nix. But also he added two rushing touchdowns. So going into this week, Bo Nix was the odds-on favorite to win Heisman. Now it's much closer between the two, Nix and Daniels. I think Nix is still favored by a little bit, but still. Both quarterbacks are having insane years, but the Ducks do have a better record right now, so Bo Nix should get the edge a little bit. And also, I do think that if the Ducks could beat Washington in the Pac-12 championship, then Bo Nix should get the Heisman, no question about it. If they lose, then it's a whole different story, and then there's more of an argument for Jaden Daniels, too. Next up, I'm going to make this really quick. I'm going to go into football after this. I just want to do a quick thing about basketball, about the Knicks. So I'm not going to go into it too much right now, but I do think that the Knicks should try and trade for Miles Bridget from the Charlotte Hornets. He's back, finally, and he looks really good. And I think right now you could probably get him for cheap because of his history. But moving on from that, Patrick Mahomes. He's amazing. He's still the best player in the world. He's so fun to watch. What he could do is incredible. He's such 
a once in a lifetime player that he just jumps off the TV every single time you watch him and he can make these plays that very few or no one else in the NFL can do. It's crazy to see. The one big downside this season though is that he just doesn't have the weapons. Last year he made it work with obviously Kelsey but he also had Juju, he had MVS and he made it work and they won the Super Bowl. But this year it's a little different. Travis Kelsey just isn't as good this year. He's starting to show his age. He looks a little bit slower and he hasn't done well in any games that Taylor Swift has not been at. It's kind of funny, kind of weird, but Travis Kelsey, he is 34 years old and he's just getting old and he's getting to that age where he starts to regress. Also, Mahomes' receivers are dropping very catchable passes when the game is on the line. MVS dropped a touchdown pass that was a perfect throw for Mahomes and it's not Mahomes' fault. It is all MVS's fault why they lost that game. It would have been a touchdown and the game would have likely been over unless the Eagles had a miraculous drive. And then a couple plays later, Justin Watson drops a pass a little bit harder, but still should have been caught. They need to really fix this in the offseason and draft better players, better receivers, do something in free agency because Mahomes is the best player in the world, but his receiving core is letting him down. And it's really bad if they waste Mahomes' talent right now because they don't have the weapons around him. So now this actually ties into that a little bit, but my Jacob's jugular for week 11. So there have been some rumors and he's even spoken about this, but Travis Kelsey might retire soon and we were kind of expecting this, but there's a chance he even retires at the end of this season. There was an article, an interview with Travis Kelsey done by the Wall Street Journal, and he said he always thinks about retirement especially more recently he has been because of the surgeries he's gone through and just the wear and tear football has on his body. So with this news, he might retire at the end of this year. I don't think he will. But whether or not he retires this year, next year, the year after that, I think the Chiefs should make a huge move in the draft and trade up and draft Brock Bowers. He is the best tight end prospect we've ever seen. So why not take the best tight end of all time and Travis Kelsey and have the best tight end prospects of all times in Brock Bowers to replace him. And even if Kelsey's still on the team next year and they draft Bowers, Bowers could play in the slot, or Kelsey could play in the slot, and you could have both of them on the field. Because Bowers is that type of talent that he's generational. You look at Kyle Pitts when he was drafted, and people were saying he's a can't-miss prospect. But now Bowers is even more of a can't-miss prospect, and he's in such a loaded draft class. Another thing the Chiefs could do if they trade up they're probably not going to be able to trade up for Marvin Harrison, but go trade up. Get someone like Malik Neighbors, Romo Dunze, Keon Coleman, Ibika Ibuka. They just need that weapon for Mahomes. They need someone who's going to be like a Tyree Kill for Mahomes or like another Travis Kelsey when Kelsey retires because Mahomes still has a lot of time left on his deal and the Chiefs don't really have weapons. I do really like Rasheed Rice for the future. I think he fits that system. I think he could be a very good number two receiver, but I don't think he's an alpha. They need that alpha, especially with Kelsey starting to show his age. And I do think that the Chiefs, they still have a very good chance of winning the Super Bowl this year. But it's really hard to keep thinking that with the way that their receivers are playing. Their defense, though, this year is something else. Their defense has been great. Chris Jones has been awesome. The rest of their defense looks great. I love Nick Bolton. Their secondary has been playing really well. Their defense, this is the best defense Mahomes has had in his career. So that is definitely helping them. 
but Mahomes needs weapons because Mahomes is a once-in-a-lifetime talent and you need to supply him with the right people so he could be the most successful possible and he could get you as many Super Bowl wins as you can in his prime. And his prime might be very long because he's that type of player. Other than that, though, that'll do it for this week. Bit of a shorter one, a couple minutes shorter, but yeah, season's getting near an end for the NFL. It's getting close to the playoffs. College football, it's going into bowl games soon. There's going to be the championship games, and then eventually you'll have all the national championships. But all of this stuff is coming to an end, and this is the best part of the year. It's so exciting to watch. So other than that, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed, and I'll be back next week for my Week 12 recap of the NFL season. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Thank you.